welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about why a tutor isn't necessarily the answer to your child's study and revision problems. Because for many parents, when their children are struggling at school, the immediate solution that springs to mind is to hire a private tutor. But what if a tutor isn't the solution to your child's study and revision problems? On today's episode, we're going to discuss the typical problems GCSE and A-level students experience and why they experience them, how to tell whether a tutor is the right solution for your child, and what your child might benefit from more than a tutor. So let's go. Okay then, what are the typical problems GCSE and A-level students experience and why do they experience them? So the first of these problems I see, and there are five of them, (laughs) is feeling overwhelmed by the amount of work they need to do and the quantity of content they need to cover, learn and revise. So from 2015, new style GCSE specifications were introduced, and for, which were first examined in 2017, and actually they were phased in over a number of years. These new specifications were a lot more content heavy than the previous GCSEs, and there is also a much greater emphasis now on students taking more academic rather than practical and creative subjects because of the English baccalaureate. So that means that the aim is for students to get a certain number of academic GCSEs, including a language and a humanity, maths, English and the sciences. Um, And that's pushed the creative and practical subjects out of the curriculum to a certain extent. So this, along with not knowing how to revise effectively, and difficulty with managing time and attention has led to many, many students struggling with overwhelm. Students are so stressed by the amount of content they have to cover and so ill-equipped to do it because of their lack of skills that they are easily overwhelmed, which has knock-on effects for their mental health. So that's the first typical problem I see amongst GCSE and A-level students. It's feeling overwhelmed by the amount of work they need to do. The second typical problem is not knowing how to revise effectively. And the sad truth is that most schools don't teach students how to revise effectively. This is a problem that has existed since I was at school in the 1990s And probably before that, if you're a parent listening to this, think back to your own education. Did anyone teach you to revise? I'm pretty sure they didn't. Some schools do make some attempts to teach their students revision and study skills, but it's not very systematic and it's certainly not in depth. Schools are often far too busy teaching the content of the curriculum to teach revision skills. I've also had teachers in senior positions admit to me that they themselves don't really know how to revise. How shocking is that? Okay, so that's the second common problem or typical problem I see amongst GCSE students, not knowing how to revise effectively. 
The third typical problem I see is struggling to understand specific topics and subjects. It's absolutely normal to have strengths and weaknesses. When I was at school, the subjects I struggled with were maths, physics and French. Within physics, I found electricity and magnetism particularly difficult or anything that involved algebra. It just wasn't my thing, no matter how hard I tried to understand it. And I spent hours on it. For other students, subjects that involve a lot of writing are really difficult. It's important to remember that very few people are naturally good at every subject and topic. We all have to dig deep and work harder on some things than on others. It's just normal. So that's the third typical problem or yeah, typical problem that I see GCSE and A-level students experiencing. The fourth one is lacking in motivation. Some students really struggle to connect with their why for engaging with their studies. This might be because their experience of learning in school hasn't been happy. It might be because they find it difficult to envision their future or because they can't see the relevance of what they're studying. Some students also find other aspects of teenage life far more engaging than their studies. The reasons for lacking in motivation are many and varied, but it is a crucial problem that I hear about over and over again from the people who come to me for help. So the fifth typical problem and the final one is difficulty managing their attention and their time. So planning and time management is one of the things that teenagers struggle with most. It's partly a developmental thing. Executive function, functioning isn't a natural skill for a teenage brain. However, it's also down to a lack of experience. Until the GCSE and A-level years, many students have had an abundance of time and they've been able to get whatever homework and revision they've been set done in a more laid-back way. However, if you want to succeed at GCSE and A-level, there is a huge amount more work to do. Students struggle with this as well as planning out how to fit it in and get it done. On top of this are the distractions of modern life. It's always been possible to get distracted. And yes, <laughs> I often found my attention wandering when I was revising. I remember one Christmas I was given a little, um, one of those ball bearing games where you have to get the balls to all rest in the holes all at the same time and I had this thing on my desk I should have put it somewhere else but I was constantly playing with, with this thing it was a huge distraction for me however modern day distractions such as electronic notifications social media and gaming have all made the lure of other things more invasive to teenagers' lives. So it's not just a silly ball bearings game anymore, it is things pinging at them, like literally demanding their attention. These things are designed to suck them in and grab their attention, and it's no wonder that their malleable, curious, socially engaged brains are easily drawn away from the things they should be doing. 
Okay, so that was the fifth and final typical problem I see amongst GCSE and A-level students. So, next question. How do you tell whether a tutor is the right solution for your child? So, one, possibly two of the typical problems I've listed above can be solved by a tutor. These are struggling to understand specific topics and subjects and lacking in motivation. So let's look at those two. So if your child is struggling to understand a specific topic or subject, this is where tutors come into their own. Tutors are all about one-on-one -on -one attention from someone with expert subject knowledge to help a student develop their knowledge, understanding and possibly exam technique in that particular subject. If there are one or two topics or subjects where your child is struggling and you can afford it, a subject tutor is a good solution. The other area that tutors might be able to help is if your child is lacking in motivation. So if your child is struggling to engage with particular subjects and they need an enthusiastic and knowledgeable person to help them engage with that subject, then a tutor may also be a good solution. However, this might not be the answer if a young person is demotivated for other reasons, such as not being able to envision their future and what they're working towards. So it's important to remember when we're talking about tutors, what they don't do. So most tutors won't teach your child how to study on their own when they're not with the tutor. I remember when I was a geography tutor, I found it really frustrating how little responsibilities tutees were willing to take for themselves. You know, they just wouldn't take responsibility for like getting their brains around definitions for their subject. They just expected to have their hands held through all of it. And this means that many tutees end up on leaning, end up leaning on their tutors as an academic crutch. And I really, really don't believe this is helpful for the students' long-term success and resilience, or necessarily fair on other candidates, um, because not everybody's going to get that kind of help. But I don't really think that it's always the best kind of help for students. So what would your child benefit from more instead? Um, if, you know, a, a subject tutor is not the solution um, to your child's problems. So if you're looking to help your child cope with revision overwhelm, not knowing how to revise effectively, upping their motivation, managing their time and attention, and they're struggling across the board, not just with one or two subjects or topics, and you'd like them to develop re revision skills that will serve them in their exams and in life beyond their education, then academic coaching provides a better solution. Academic coaching teaches students the study skills, habits and mindset to reach their full potential. It teaches them effective revision skills that work across all subjects, not just one or two. Time planning techniques so they're equipped to manage their time more wisely and achieve balance in their lives. 
how to structure their environment and manage their minds so that distractions are less of a problem. Motivation strategies that drive them from within and reward them from without. And how to manage exams themselves in a calm and healthy way, as well as so much more. So I I think you can tell by the way I'm talking about this that I'm just really passionate about academic coaching and I've experienced being a tutor and I just think academic coaching is so much more powerful to help students. And I wanted to share with you what one mum said who whose daughter was in the Extraordinaries Club when she was in year 11. She wrote to me and said, the club is great value for money, far less than a tutor who would only cover one subject and not provide the revision hints and tips, individual subject best practice and the motivation needed to push through the final year. I feel that despite everything thrown at us in year 11, pandemic, homeschooling, missed topics for many subjects, that we survived the year relatively unscathed and with the work put in using the resources in the Extraordinaries Club, we managed to get my daughter through with a good set of grades, enabling her to take her chosen A-level subjects. So that's what one parent said about working with us um, in the Extraordinaries Club and receiving her academic coaching in that format. So I'd love to hand this over to you now and ask you, what do you think is the solution for your child's study and revision problems? Because I want you to get the right solution for your child, um, whether that's tutoring, whether that's working with us in the Extraordinaries Club or with one-to-one academic coaching. And you know, maybe it's both, maybe it's both at the same time. And I know many of our clients have actually used both. Um, But I just am so passionate about academic coaching, because I know the difference it made in my own life. And I know the difference that it has made in many, many students lives, including the girl um, who I've just read about. So Let me know your thoughts or questions in the comments below about whether academic coaching and um, or tutoring is the right solution for your child. If you want to leave a comment, come over to um, the blog post, the show notes that go with this podcast episode. And you can find that at lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash tutor. And if you'd like some more tips about how to help your child um, with the kind of things I talk about you can sign up for my free download seven top tips to help your child reach their true academic potential and you'll find a link for that in today's show notes as well so you'll find those at lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash tutor thank you so much for listening have a wonderful day and goodbye.